Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. Wow, three years in the making. DJ Bugsy and I Do It For Hip Hop podcast celebrating a big third year anniversary today with our episode 68. We've got a special lineup for you guys, starting with two live in-studio special guests. We've got Kenneth Muse and Tony from out of Philly. We've got an incredible lineup of segments to get into from what's new in hip hop with new music released, the sports report talking about the NFL playoffs and so much more, predictions. But we can't do it without the man, the hostess with the mostest, DJ. Hey Bugsy, welcome to Big Three. Yeah, the Big Three. It reminds me of Miami when LeBron went to uh, Wade and Bosch, but we're the Big Two, so I'll, <laughs> I'll stick to that, even though it's three years, but me and my co-host Renee are the Big Two. So I'm very excited. Um, I want to first thank God, because without him, none of this would be possible. I want to give a big shout out to my man, Eric Manil, um, um, engineer extraordinaire. Shout out to my cousin, uh, Keenan, that's in the building with me today. Um, He's been checking out the podcast since day one as well. I want to give a big shout out to a couple guests that actually gave me shout outs on social media. Shout out to my girl, Rail Rock. Shout out to my boy from the Hood Genius Podcast and a few others. Um, I'm not going to name them all, but I appreciate all the love and the support throughout the day. So, you know, I'm just excited to be here. Um, I'm, I'm waiting to see what 2020 going to bring. I know without hard work and dedication, nothing, nothing can be possible if you're trying to level up. So, you know, I appreciate, you know, Renee joining the team and um, and I can't wait to see what the summer going to bring. I'm also excited with hip hop going to bring in 2020. So, you know, it's, it's just it's just, you know, I'm just happy to be here and I'm humble and I and I and I pride myself on being that way. But um, before we get into what's new in hip hop, I do want to talk about kind of like, you know, how was your week? You know, how was your week, Renee? And I'll let you know how mine was. How was your week? My week was good. I mean, it was uneventful. It was exciting. Not as exciting as yours, but um, (laughs) (laughs) the fact that I can't remember what I did on each day tells Uh me that it was a very productive week. Yeah. You know, I honestly thought Friday Mm -hmm. was Saturday. I really woke up like, oh, it's the weekend. Yeah. So yeah, that's about sums up the way my week went. Just a lot, got a lot done, really grinded it out in 2020. But I have a question for you. Okay. Do you know what today is? Yo. It's your anniversary. <laughs> Yo, you gonna hit me with the Tony, Tony, Tony? We got though. Tony on the show. Listen, later, listen, so listen. That's one of my right. favorite songs though from the nineties, <laughs> like R and B nineties. You can't, you can't go wrong with that. But it's yes, today not. is my anniversary, and it's so crazy because I remember when I first recorded the first episode. I actually recorded it on January thirteenth. But it was released on January 17th, so I felt like celebrating it when it actually hit and the world can actually hear it as opposed to when you recorded it. And actually, Eric was not the engineer for that first. So I want to give a shout out to Matt. Matt was the engineer for the first episode. But Eric been with me from episode two to now 68. So, you know, I'm so excited. Even my son was excited. He's talking about now we about to approach the 70s. So we about to be the big 7-0. 
Yeah. There you go. You're getting old. Yeah, getting old now. Your baby's getting old. Your baby's getting old. Well, three not really that old. Episode-wise, we old, but the actual years is, you know, we still young with it. Yeah, I and mean, you look back over the conversations and interviews you've had over the last three years, it's, it's special. Yeah. Absolutely. Then it's only evolving and getting better with each episode. Yeah, and then you join the team, You and I, you had a beautiful intro. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I'm saying? But... Let's get into hip-hop. So, what's new in hip-hop? So, I want to start off with Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy was arrested for DUI, possession of cocaine, and everybody was kind of like, first they was coming at his neck on Black Twitter and coming at his neck on social media. But then T.I. jumped in and said, what about him being a businessman? What about that? Let's focus on the positivity. Hold up, T.I. I'm going to have to pause you, bro, because this is what I don't like. When it comes to people like Juice World, Mac Miller, all these young rappers, we be quick to say they pop too many pills, they drink too much syrup, but as soon as an OG do it, we got to back up. No, nah, bro, you should you should be setting an example for these young rappers at 50-something years old, and I, I would also know that he has lupus. So anybody that has lupus should not be DUI and then coking it up. So, and this is not the first time that Trick Daddy has been arrested for these same allegations. So I'm praying for Trick Daddy. He's one of the legends from Miami. He put the Miami sound on his back along with my man Luke. So it's just like, listen, I understand T.I., you're trying to back your man up, but I'm not going for it. I feel like we got to do that same energy that we do for the young Jones, we got to do for the old head. So that's just my opinion on that. What a crazy thing is, because his mugshot showed him in such a bad way because of how he looks with dealing with lupus, yeah, T.I. was also backing him up on that, talking about some, you know, how you can all come at him like this, he's dealing right. with lupus, and then mm-hmm. Trick Daddy was going on and on about, like, about the mugshot, but... As you mentioned, why do right. we? How do we even get to the mugshot? You can't complain about how your mugshot looks right. when you shouldn't be getting DUIs and getting arrested in the first place. Facts. So if you have lupus, what are you doing getting a DUI? As you said, I mean, you shouldn't even be drinking. You shouldn't even be doing any of this stuff. You talk. You want to use your health as a reason why we should treat you one way, but then right. how about you use your health to not act in a dip in the other way? Excellent. So I, I mean, the mugshot outside, I was like, all right, you gotta, a lot you of gotta memes. relax. A you lot gotta of relax. Memes. And hey, social media is gonna eat you alive when you do things, yep. especially when you're a big name. As soon as you mess up, everyone is ready to make you a meme, make yep. you your your viral. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Now on a positive note, I want to give a congratulations to Roddy Rich. He went number one Number one, the song The Box was number one, and also the album was number one consecutively. I think that has not been done since Drake. So I want to give a big shout-out to Roddy Rich, and he's actually one of my personal favorites as far as new artists go. Him and the baby, I'm really rocking out with them. So we do got some positivity going on, some success going on. Now, let me get to Boosie Badass. Now, Boosie Badass <laughs> don't give a fuck about the Kappas. This motherfucker was at a game with a Kappa sweatshirt. Like, he pledged, like, he went in the line, and he said, who going fuck with me? Like, nobody. Like, that's Boosie. Like, ain't no Kappa. But stepping to him Like you gonna bring The whole fucking line And Boosie stand there Like yo what up Wipe me down Like what's really good So <laughs> Boosie like You not having that shit bro Like For real you, Boosie he, a wild boy Alright Gotta get on that too Because He yeah, broke Boosie. so many <laughs> Rules So many rules First of all the, the selfie that was The picture that was posted On social media he just, he doesn't even look good. His eyes are bloodshot. He's got chains covering the letters, which any, I'm not a part of the Greek life, so I don't know all the rules. So you and I'm didn't sorry. pledge. I didn't, pl- no, I did not pledge. My pledge was sports. So I did, I'm not a part of it. I, I can't tell you everything that you shouldn't and shouldn't do. But as someone who has a little bit of common sense, I'd like to think, but yeah. common sense ain't common for everyone. Right. You can't rock someone's any 
any Greek organization, if you didn't put in the, the blood, sweat, tears, tears and, yeah. and go through the process to be a part of it. Yeah, and then you're covered it with all these chains. And that's what people are saying, too. How disrespectful to wear it and then cover it up. It's like certain things, Greek organizations, the right. American flag. There's just certain rules that everyone just knows mm-hmm. you don't do. That's and true. for him to be sitting there courtside, posted up with James Harden, posting selfies where he looks, even Yo. the fact that he was drinking, they said, is is a big no-no. Yeah. You can't be seen, you know, you're, you're disrespecting true. the organization, being mm-hmm. shining them in a negative light like that. So, eh, Yeah, I don't know him. about you, Bootsy. But he did delete the post and talk was apologizing, and he's got family that's... Uh, um, yeah, so that was his organization, you know, the black friend uh, reasoning for why everything's okay now. So listen, Young Jock. Remember Young Jock back in the day? He had us jamming. Yeah. Now Young Jock is actually driving for this company called Pull Up. Is this like Uber in Atlanta? And everybody was shaming him. And this is what I don't get about our black people. Like, damn, the brother doing something positive. He ain't selling coke. He ain't on the block, hugging the block. He's trying to pr- provide for his family. Now, I know what y'all accustomed seeing him on the stage with a microphone. I get it. But the brother <laughs> is pulling his weight. He's driving the wheel. He's getting the chicken. Let the man be great with his little gigabyte. Like, one gigabyte, shit, that's better than no bites. I mean, <laughs> goddamn, baby. Let the man live. Let him pull up to you. <laughs> get a ride from Young Jock. Get a couple <laughs> selfies so I had it a little, uh, you know what I mean like this shit crazy I don't understand it <laughs> they did the same down. thing they did the same thing look look they did the same thing to the boy from the Cosby show remember oh yeah the guy that rocked that Trader Joe's yes, and then everybody yo, was throwing him up even Nicki Minaj posted him Look, let like, people live their lives. Who cares how you make money? Like you said, he's not out. Okay, so would we rather him be out here selling drugs or doing something illegal to make money? Exactly. And he actually said the reason he did it was not even just about the money. He was trying to connect with people. He gave right. some very humanitarian type, type reason, why, reason why he, why he was it. doing it. I actually was, you know, reading up and watching what he was saying and in response. And I was like, oh, you know, that's actually kind of dope. It's a great idea. He's like, this is just me getting out with people. Yeah. He's got free time. Why not? He's like, right. I don't need, I'm not, I'm not bad off. For money, although watch us here in a couple months, he's bankrupt or something. But hey, oh, I just job. I just don't Who like the fact that we always bro. tear people down. For and job that we're quick to Yes, sick, man, let them y'all. be great. Let them do whatever they want. Now, one do. job I don't think need to happen is fucking Cardi B. Now, Cardi B, I love you dearly, <laughs> but if you go back to college and try to join Congress, I'm not supporting you. I don't think you should join Congress, sweetheart. I love you dearly, but there's a lot of things that you had to change in your image before me. I can picture you with Congress. I'm sorry, Cardi B. That's one job that I cannot see you but doing. You know what? You don't like that whole storyline of rise from being a stripper to a rapper to a politician. <laughs> Hey, in this day and age, when I Donald Trump got elected into, into office, <laughs> I give her a little clap. <laughs> Why not? Why? Well, you? Vito, you just cop that fucking no. castle. Now you want to be in DC? <laughs> what the fuck? You gonna like be? Pri- you gonna be private jetting from Atlanta to DC just to hang out with these Let Republicans and you. Democrats? This shit don't make no sense. Speaking Cardi- of that, I'm so glad that they got this paperwork working for Donald Trump's ass yes. to be impeached. I can't wait till it's finalized because I can't stand that motherfucker. Mm. Bye. <laughs> It's time for him. Yes, yes. Get the you know what? I'm boot. not. I'm not happy until it's official, though, because this yeah. is Donald Trump we're talking about, and there is. It's always it's not, something. It's not, it's not done until it's done. done. I need to see him out the White House. I need to see all of them. I Melania, need to see him packing his bag, all the son, Trump, his wife, everybody Bye. getting their shit and getting the fuck out of the White House. I don't I know what you know. I don't know what's next will be better, but back to Cardi though. Okay, she's redefining the come up. She's she's inspiring some people. Now, do I think it's the right move? No. 
not everybody can be on in con- in front of Congress. I don't think you no, won't be because she's going to be in a New York district, so you won't. Right, have that but my thing is, I mean. This is what I take the pos. Let me take the positive from it. Okay, Everything that's going on with Donald Trump and all right. the foolishness going on in that government is at least inspiring people to do something. Instead of sitting back and complaining, mm-hmm. like we always do. Right. She's and some other people are doing, you know, some other things worth whether it's small in their local communities or what what have you. But yeah. she's she's out there at least she's doing something. And she positive. do talk about politics a lot all on her Instagram. All I the can't find and so, do and, and some of the times she be making sense though. And how many she politicians really be do we know that have committed crimes? Because we know she was involved with the whole possibly drugging people and stuff. Yeah. Allegedly. And she's which, going to court for that right. beating that but she But we see politicians strippers. all the time that have they don't have these clean pads to yeah. To government, so why and not? That, and that's true because there's a lot of politicians that got a lot of shit, and they our and you don't know about the it. President Donald Trump, he ain't our president. I don't claim him, but right. Donald Trump sitting in office. We won't. We don't even need to go through his dirty laundry because we oh, all no. know. Because it's all going to come out when they go to court anyway. But that's another story. Moving but what on. I would say, I want to congratulate Whitney Houston and the that's Notorious B.I.G. They will be inducted into the 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. I've been waiting for this moment for my man B.I. <laughs> my man B.I., Big Papa, <laughs> Showstopper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they love me, black and ugly. <laughs> Versace shades. <laughs> I was about to say, you better give them a, a round of applause. Oh, yeah, I got to. I got to. I got to. You Man, Biggie, what? I can't, be- I mean, I can believe it, but it's just beautiful to see Whitney and Biggie go in at the same time. Oh, man, if I could just be there for that moment. Mm-hmm. And we got to figure out how we can get pressed roll. for that, Renee. Say no more. Let's do it. But what I like about producer, this, first of all, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of both, and I love the fact that mm-hmm. when I... I, they both were taken and lost too soon, too young. Yes, but definitely. these are two artists whose music has transcended across generations. Absolutely. You know, most people still rock with Biggie, Whitney. Hey, me, I feel like I know Whitney Houston. I'll still watch mm-hmm. documentaries on her. I was watching the stories. You know, the bo- I'll watch whether it's a movie or just something about her life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's unfortunate the way that it, it ended and the way that, you know, even her daughter, Bobby Christina, and all that is, is a mess. Yes. But at the end of the day, as a talent, I will forever... Love you. Ah! I should feel like I should break out in song right now. But her <laughs> and Biggie, funny? I mean, what they did for yeah. music just to change it. You know, now there's other names in that mix. Tupac, different people. Yeah. Aaliyah, her birthday just passed. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Aaliyah. Oh, my God. Her. I miss but her so much. we have much. so many artists that we've lost at such a young age. But the incredible thing is their music, Michael Jackson, Prince, their music still lives on. And they still manage to, to break new barriers. And for them to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, too, African American artists that are not even alive anymore, and they're not even rock and roll. Not even that's what makes roll. it even not, even that's more incredible. better. <laughs> that's what makes it even more better. Yes, Black Power breaking barriers. I love it. Black excellence. I'm curious right, who's going to so, deliver their little their acceptance speech though. It, sh- it should be us. Clearly, me for wit, you for big. Let's go. All right, we, we gotta get our credentials and send it <laughs> off to the to the right people, please. Shout out to Whitney Houston people listening. and uh, Biggie people. Uh, we gonna be reaching out to you for the I best got you, credentials. Wit. Do it for hip hop podcast. We'll be on the way with our little press. Really, you know, thing we're running that game. Uh, yeah. Side note, not to to go on a left turn here, but okay. when Whitney Houston passed away, my sophomore year of college, I did ball. Me and my friends. So for real? she's got a. Oh yeah, that, that's the way the music hits. Yeah, that's the way it hits. I I will. Unapologetically, well, yeah, I can't front. I shed a couple of tears, and I now yeah. Biggie died. So I, I was, was real young when yo, died, I was, so I was crying like, like that was my homie since seeing mm-hmm. Bizox. Like I was really done when there's boy, certain people I was that done, you just, yo. 
Straight you up. Know, you don't know them personally, but be, through their music, you feel like you do. Absolutely. And I remember ba- balling my eyes out. But go ahead. On to the next one. Yeah, well, <laughs> we about to be on to the indie artist spotlight with my man Kenneth Muse. He is in the green room waiting to hit the microphone. But before we do that, we're going to get into his brand new single. It's called Wrong One. This is Kenneth Muse, brand new. This is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. Your name ain't the only one ringing bell, shorty. Oh, no, I'm not the one you wanna cross, baby. You fuckin' with a real one, a boss nigga. Yeah, you got the right one for the wrong situation. Damn near allergic to anything moving basic. You a whole trip, need to trace back your steps to right where you had me fucked up, cause I'm way too cut though, baby. Taking me for granted, yeah, you cease to amaze me. Now I'm denying you all access, baby. Playing with the wrong side of this here blade, you can't handle this, baby. A taste of your own medicine, yeah, I'm way too sharp. I cut you deep and cut you off. No, the score's not settled, less I up you, baby. If you see me with another, yes, I'm fucking, baby. And listen up, she gets wetter and looks better, cooks better, and got all of her shit together. I ain't got the time for your fake love and baggage. Fraud for the Grammy, for the streets, they can have you. You picked your team, play for the other side. I come second to none, yeah, I'm a man with pride. We had no good reasons, one good season, trading your job. Jersey, cause you ain't decent And you done got ahead of yourself, shorty Your name ain't the only one ringing bell, shorty Ooh, no, I'm not the one you wanna cross, baby You fucking with a real one, a boss, nigga Yeah, you got the right one for the wrong situation Damn near allergic to anything moving basic You a whole trip, need to trace back your steps To right where you had me fucked up, I'm on to the next Kenneth in the building, Kenneth Muse, brand new song, Wrong One, man. Yeah, How you yeah, feel yeah. about that song uh, uh, <laughs> compared to all your other songs? Because you started out in 2017, correct? Um, or I you th- started before that? I started before that. I started getting recognized in 2017. With the song Wild, correct? With Wild, yeah. Okay. With Wild, yeah. So first of all, I want to say, bro, I really like your music. Now, I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm a Charlemagne the God when it comes to me rating these artists. I will tell you your shit is trash. I think you need to go back to the lab. I will be perfectly honest. But with you, it's like one minute you hit me with the softness. And then you switching it up with something else. So you very versatile. That's what I picked up. Thank you. Up. I appreciate it. Um, and it's just like, bro, you talking to these ladies, man. What's <laughs> what, I mean, how, like, you you got you got Marvin Room all through your music. Like, what what is it? I mean, talk about that, bro. Because like, you really focus on the ladies. Is that did that come from a place of what Tupac said? You got to rap for the ladies, or that's just something you always wanted to do? Um, as an artist, I want to like come off genuine. So right. it's like. I I didn't want to throw out this perception of like right. the typical thing now is like mm-hmm. the drug dealing and all this flashy flamboyant stuff. Right. I rather take from like real life experiences. Yeah, and it's like I have 
problems with with mm. girls, with right. women and stuff like that. Okay. Some of my friends do. So it's like easy to pull from those type of emotions. So like, I, and it worked. You know what I mean? It, it works. I'm getting recognition from these kind of songs more right. so than when I was just doing regular rap stuff. So. Yeah, it's funny yeah. because I was listening to your music thinking the exact same thing that you said, Bugsy. I was like, wow, this, your lyrics are really like, they're really deep. You can tell that it comes from a place that's genuine. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I was going to ask you what your inspiration was. Was it one relationship? Is it like a continuous? It's, yeah, it's, just it's different situations right going on. I'm like, I, that can be yes. the same girl. <laughs> you pimp, uh, pimping, pimping, big pimping? No, I, I mean, there was <laughs> a point. Put your that, oh, there, it was like, it was a point where he was pimping. <laughs> no, big I pimping. mean, I'm. <laughs> Jigga, my nigga. Sometimes it's. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I pull from uh -huh. multiple situations or okay. I might pull from like a conversation with one of my boys or one of, I have a lot of friends that are girls too. Okay. Um I might pull from their perspective of an argument and be like, "Well, what if he right. was really right in the situation? What would he say about that situation?" That's so it's deep. like oh, I feel that. I, like I pull that. from those type of emotions. Okay. So sometimes mm -hmm. it's multiple people, like multiple bad relationships I've had right. with a particular I might have a bad relationship with one female or okay. it might have been two bad experiences and I just put them on, make the worst type of female in <laughs> in a song. And that's really what, what wrong one. Wrong one is right. not about one particular girl. It's, it's not? About it's the wrong ones. It's the wrong <laughs> ones, yeah. Now tell me about notifications. The interlude? The interlude. That's my friend Key Brown. Shout out to her. Oh, for real? Yeah, That yeah, shit that, was fire, yeah, bro. And it was just an interlude. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Check him out. And the funny part is, is uh -huh. from notifications, that's how we got City Girl Summer. Because City Girl Summer wasn't supposed to be on my project. Really? Yeah. He, that was my, a good idea, Darren, man. Derry is the one that came up with, yo, you should make that. We were supposed to, I was just going to make a Give a shout out to Derry. Your manager, man. He, 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 first of all, I want to say to your man, he's very professional. He's on point. You better keep that brother. Them <laughs> plaques going to get on that wall. Oh, no. Keep. he's fit. That's family. That's my cousin. That's my blood cousin. Yeah. Oh shit! Well there then, that's even better. Family there business. Hey, We're that's even better. Keep it all in the family. Wow. I want to talk a little bit about your sampling, bro, because I see you went into you had got Brandy from the '90s, a couple other mm -hmm. things. Why, why, why the '90s though? What's what's something about that? Because '90s is my favorite era, bro. That's my favorite era. Mm. My man. Airpods. It's nothing like it, bro. Right? <laughs> Have the like the nostalgia of all those records. Oh, that's cool, why I bro. really. I wanted to yeah. I wanted to pull from those feelings. Yeah. From those particular songs that I sampled on that album. Okay. Um so I I just like my favorite artists like Brandy, TLC. Right. Um what else did we you what else did Beyonce we say? on there? Uh, <laughs> 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 maybe on the next one. Maybe on the next <laughs> one. Uh, I think that was it. It was it was yeah. it. It was just TLC it was TLC See, and Brandy cuz that Brandy, song yeah. down it was called Down. Yeah, it was down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah produced by me and uh Kev mm -hmm. Rogers. <sighs> Man, listen, and you know what else I think about? I think about Drake when I think of you. Mm, I got Is that, that a good thing? I like that comparison. He's, do you he's, feel Do you feel that for yourself or no? Um, I aspire to be as big as he is. Uh, Absolutely, I mean? shit. Why not? He's do you the have biggest. an artist that you feel like? I mean, nobody wants to be a copy of someone. You want right. to be your own, pave mm -hmm. your own lane. But do you have an artist that you feel like really? Kind I get of compared you? to Drake, okay, and mm -hmm. Bryson Tiller, and. Tory Lanes and those kind of artists that do the singing slash like yeah. rap, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Definitely. But I produce my own records. A lot of I well, the uh -huh. guys that I mentioned they do do they do the same thing. So right. But I produce the majority of my records and I mix all my own music. So 
So that's your BMI and ASCAP catalog is getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kenneth, man. Now, now, first of all, I want y'all to realize, too, that this brother has produced for Young Primo, mm-hmm. Reese Bangham, yep. two of my favorite artists in Philly Those from the guys. Frankfurt era. era. And I just love, man. I look, man. It's something about your, what you. So, how long does it take you to really grasp and get into that mold? Because you know, with them, it's not really that soulful. It's like more hardcore. How do you go to the hardcore, the street life? How you go back to that? Well, that's what I originally started producing for other people. Okay. Like doing those kind of records that comes second nature. Like pulling mm-hmm. up a sample. All right, we we doing what kind of records? We doing this, and then those guys are easily to work with like I've been working with Reese and mm-hmm. Primo for about it's going on like six years now that I've known them because I've been bef- since before I even my had my own head. studio sheesh yeah. wow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like yo so you said on one song gossiping and brainless girls doing the most can you break that down bro because I that I felt that line there's a lot of <laughs> brainless girls doing the most brainless need... guys too I but mean it's ahead. both it's both it's both but, but I speak you... from a personal okay yeah speak from that I bro. say brainless like if they're always into social media okay and things like that, that that's the only things that entice them like I'm I'm like totally against that stuff I really despise all, all the so social media. So when you want to date, when you see when people you out, date. they're always like, hey, let, me oh. get a, let me get a picture of right. this and this, and they never really, there's never no like real conversations. Right. So yeah. when you want to date, they keep touching your phone, touching their phone? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I mean, I go on dates with the same girl now, so that's, that's my, my girlfriend. Um, oh, you in a relationship? I'm in a relationship now, yeah, which I probably shouldn't have said right there. I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. No. So, no, so what's yeah, she think about down. your songs? Yeah. What's she think about your songs? Is any of them for her? Huh? Is my girlfriend was on the cover of Wrong One. That was my girlfriend. Oh. oh when go. you count the money okay. and she got the white yeah. the white towel. She cooks on. better. Oh, got all of her shit together. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You go get some laughs. I'm, I, you know, I'm a people person. I like to talk. So do you have a specific song? I was just listening <clears throat> to an interview that Lizzo was doing, and she was talking about how Truth Hurts was inspired by a breakup. Do you have a specific song where you kind of like, something happened in your life, and then you went straight to pen and paper, or your phone, computer, whatever, and you was just writing out everything, and it turned into a song that you have today? Safe. Mm-hmm. safe. Off of Emerald. Okay. Yeah, safe. And fall for this. Oh, those are yeah. Those are, that's oh. one person. Ah. That's one person. Yeah. Damn, yeah, safe, man. That whole that whole project, <laughs> yeah. Emerald. Actually, we did we did that. That was in one day. Really? We did that. We did that whole project in one day. Yeah. So because Amber think, was already done. So you you think Amber? What when you compare Emerald and Amber, what you would say? Out of the it's two? the same. It's uh, they're supposed to be one project. It we just, just broke it up. We just split it up. Yeah. Okay. So I can't really say which one is my favorite because to me it's just one project. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, what I want to ask you, because it's only a handful of people that are producers and then became successful as artists. You got Pharrell. You got Kanye West. Now, how do you feel about transitioning from being a producer to being an artist? Does it go hand in hand or is it different? Because you got to actually get on a stage and perform. I've seen you practicing with a band. Yeah. So, like, tell me that process of 
you dealing with artists and trying to mold them, but then now you have to go and mold yourself. It's kind of like, not to bring up R. Kelly, because he's been successful with it. <laughs> Very successful with it. Yeah. But is this like, how did, I always want, I mean, if I would, that would be one of my questions, like how do you write, produce, and then go back into just being an artist and then produce all in one? Like how did you keep, that and I, I think feel especially like it's with how your music is different. The music you produce versus your music that you put out is very different. So it's like you have to really take off one hat, one genre, and kind of switch gears to yeah. something else. It, I feel now it comes second nature. Really? Yeah. It didn't but always do It that. didn't always, no. It, first it started with I was just doing the rap stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got tired of paying for studio time. And I learned how to engineer myself. You self-taught yourself? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And wow. Nobody taught me how to do what I know how to do now. Like, I, it just took a lot of time. But you a did it? Years. Time. Years, yeah. Like a good, like, five years of, like, hard, like putting off a lot of stuff. Wow. Yeah. So that means you was just every day just constantly just yeah. consistently learning and learning. After coming home from work and school, mm -hmm. right on the computer instead of going out with my friends. Sound so like, it comes second that's nature that drink now. Shit, man. That is. That's that, that drink shit. You heard what Drake said. Y'all, y'all, while y'all at the club drinking with your bitches, I'm in the studio hitting these switches. Mm. <laughs> that's, right. that's that Drake shit. That Drake is. was so like dedicated to the craft. He just didn't want to be around them energies. He just wanted the, the laptop or whatever or his pen or the pad. That's it. It kept it kept me out of trouble too. And from spending a lot of money. So it made. Oh, sense. so you saved it, a lot of money. It logically made it. No, well, after I got all the equipment. Oh, then <laughs> right, you can start right. saving. You know, um, but um, no, it kept me. It kept me in the house. It kept me right. from going out drinking a lot and mm -hmm. all, all that stuff. So like music kept me on the straight and narrow. You know. Right. What do you think about clout chasing? Because a lot of young rappers and people that are kind of like trying to be successful, you know, you got Takashi 69 right. a few other people that just all about chasing the clout to be famous. What's your angle? Do you feel like your music is good enough to go to the next level or you feel like you got to chase clout in this era? I don't feel like you have to chase clout necessarily in this era. You do have to have like a face online. Okay. Somewhat, unless you're like a J. Cole. But they, mm -hmm. I've, to me, they came up, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Drake, mm. they came up in a different era where you really had to like break an artist. Okay. But like now you could you could put a song on Instagram and it end up on TikTok and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you got a viral record. So you kind of have to Because that happened to French Montana yeah. recently because they saying mm -hmm. he went gold off of TikTok. Yeah, a lot of records are getting broken on TikTok. You know, it's like these kids are influencers now, you know what I mean? Look, some of these kids don't even know that a song on TikTok is an actual song. They just that's be like, true. oh yeah, that's on TikTok. And no, you no, get no, the streams that's, off of that. Yeah, that's exactly. That's the crazy part. Like, no, that's an actual, that's yeah. a song before it was on TikTok. So wow, I hear you on man. that. There's TikTok, so many different yeah, that's for the kids, man. I'm tired of all people. these damn apps, man. Yeah. So know. you only go hard on social media when you got stuff coming out. Once you... Everything's yeah. out. You pretty much be chilling. Yeah, I, I I would say more. I mean, sometimes I'm I'm majority of the time I'm on my Instagram. But if like I'm working, working, and we're mm -hmm. promoting the record, it might be D on there. Like my manager might be on there posting something for me, and okay. be like, "Yo, you got to go on your Instagram right now." I really try not to play Instagram and get caught up in that because then you you know you start to watch other people, and I feel like as those yeah, as talk about artist, that because Young Primo brought that up before. He yeah, gets frustrated. 
about other artists. Yeah. And it's like, I'm better than them, but why are they so... <laughs> and that's why I'm like a firm believer in just paying attention to your game. That's what Weezy always do. I don't... I really... Unless I'm just like listening to music for inspiration, mm-hmm. I'll listen to older stuff. I'm not trying to listen to like the newer stuff because you can get easily influenced. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like that's what the majority of artists that are out now, they all sound the same because they're all listening to each other. They're always on Instagram. They're up the right. up key what's like what's out right now and stuff like that. So But who you think is different? When um, you say they all, is anybody that's different? Roddy outside Rich? of Yes. He's one of my favorites right <laughs> now. He's fine. Yes. Oh, He's fine. There we go. There we go. For the record, Yo, you were we not in here we, when we bro, were talking about him. Bro, we keep agreeing. <laughs> we, we keep agreeing Rodney tonight. We, yeah. <laughs> we agreeing tonight. Roddy Rich is, he's, he's, he's that special. Boy. Ain't he's special. He? Yes. I think he's going to have a very, very long career. I think it's his pen game that's going to put him. And his consistency, and he keeps his head down and keeps working. Like if a lot of people just know this album, but he has I think what two other out al- two or three other albums. I think three. Because mm-hmm. he three. had feeds. The well, they're, they're one not considered two. albums. I think they're they mi- mixtapes, mix yeah, or whatever. But yeah, he's he's been working. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I right. he, he focused like I watched a couple of his interviews. He's just focused on what he's doing. So it's like. It's not broke, don't fix it. So I'll yes. do the same thing. Yeah, because I, I went mad. I went mad on bet on Black Twitter because everybody's talking about NBA Young Bull. I'm like, nah, brother, Roddy Rich. Ain't that I also feel like the music. The, what you think the about NBA right Young Bull? So it's not for me. That's how. That's what I say. I won't. Except I won't Roddy say Rich. that another artist is is bad because it's like they have a lane. It's people right. that are lis- literally listening to this music. What do I know? I'm just another <laughs> consumer when it comes to it. Right. Now, if you ask me what I think about the music, it's not for me. Right. I'm not going to say it's trash, but I'm not going to listen to it. I just choose not to listen okay, to it. Okay, well, that's so, kind of basically... So then news. how... It's subjective. <laughs> it is, it is. It's subjective. <laughs> you, might, just like, so, you might say Drake is the best artist, and somebody might say, oh, well, Tory Lanez is better than him. Right. They smoking that shit, but okay. Right or or wrong, they might say yeah. they, when you say Jay Jay Z is the best of all times, and that's then they talk, too. and then they talk about Drake mm-hmm. has he surpassed him or not as as an artist as record sales. Some would argue that Drake has he's got more yeah. records sold. Well, he do, but he do, Jay Z's got more classic albums than he does. Facts. So then, so the, what do you? It's subjective, right? It is. Yeah, and so it, it's, it's to that. the times too. Like an older person might say that about Jay Z then. Yeah. Fair enough, so. fair enough. With all that being said, in this time, because I do feel like music has definitely changed, we've talked about this so yeah, much. absolutely. How do you keep your identity as an artist? What's your plan to, to continue to put out music? Talk to that. And yeah. I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not, I don't want you giving too many secrets or anything, yeah, but I don't for want you, you, you as, a, as an artist, yeah. you know, to keep that kind of identity of an individuality and be yeah, successful with it. I think what's easier for me first, just like answer your question first for me, it's easier because I also produce. So, like, for me to keep, like, a finger on the pulse of what's going mm-hmm. on, somebody mm-hmm. might ask me for a record, and I'd be like, I've never heard this kind of record before. That's the kind of record you want. So now I have to, like, kind of semi be interested in what these kind of records that you're listening to to give you this inspiration, and then I'll work on that. So that I think that keeps me up with the times. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just, to me, it's just I got to just live my life. That the music just writes itself. I don't really think about, oh, well, maybe I, one day I'm not going to be able to write. I don't think about that kind of stuff. Perfect. Perfect. Good answer, man. Thank you. 
Man, your man just preps you for this interview, mm, bro. No. Like, no, I'm just, I'm just playing. When you live right and you do right, the answer just come right off the forced. top of the dome. So you're you speaking you. what you live every day. That's true. Well, um, what I want to know from you, what you got coming up next? I know you got the new single, but what is, do you have a date for the actual project? Um, as of right now, no. Okay. Only because we trying to we trying to see what what else is going to pop up and whether or not we're going to put a little EP out or okay. we're put a whole album out. But my album is done. Oh, it's done. I'm like ahead of schedule. Oh. My album is done. The project so after that is done. So now you're working on other artists' projects. Um, I'm always that because I own my own studio, so I record artists for a living. Oh man, so. man I got listen, bro. That like that. How, how old are you, man? Oh man, how old are you? Old enough. Okay. You listen. You don't look like you in your thirties, so I had to drop a bomb. This brother owns his own fucking studio. Okay, own fucking studio. This guy writes, produce. Uh, a little young Pharrell, maybe. <laughs> a little young Yeezy. <laughs> maybe you a young Yeezy you want to come up with? I'm on my way. I'm you on, on your way. way? I'm on my way. Top five producers of all time. Ah. Mm. The old Kanye. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, I love it. Yo, I love it. <laughs> Say no Pharrell. more mic drop. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> yo, repeat that, bro. You got to go no. back. You got to go back, bro. Uh, the old Kanye. Okay. Uh, Pharrell. Timberland, um, ah, yeah, uh, I like Boy Wonder. Yeah, he's dope. I put him in there because okay. he's got a lot of hits under his belt. Yes, he do. Um, what's number five? Ah, dude, this <laughs> is hard because I could go old. I'm gonna just keep it current. After him, mm-hmm. I like Alchemist. Oh my God! Yes. I oh like my god! Alchemist. I'm glad someone said something. I like oh Alchemist. my god! Alchemist. He doesn't get enough credit. <laughs> he don't. Oh and my I'm god! A, and I'm a, that I'm guy. a, um, he's unbelievable. I'm a currency fan, so okay. I like their collab album. Oh their yeah, collab mixtape. Yeah, bro, you know your music. Yes. You named some people, but what I am shocked about that you didn't name was Dr. Dre. Huh? <sighs> he not really. Mm-hmm. He all right. Mm-hmm. What about mm-hmm. Metro? I said Timberland, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. What yeah, about yeah. what about uh, Swizzy? I like Swizzy. What about Metro Boomin? I like Metro Boomin. I like them all. They're all good. They all do different stuff. You said make top five. I just you, want said, what's my top? you said, what's my top five? <laughs> I just want if you see. gave me top ten, I probably would have been able to, to drop some better ones. Because like, I'm like, at the same time, you're like producers, right. like today's standard right. of producers. Because you could easily say like Prince. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. And I would throw him in there. But, yeah, Prince is, oh my God. You know. That guy's a Jedi. We are just talking about like current. Mm. Okay. Good point. Good and a couple point. ninety joints in there too. Yeah. That's because you. That's your. That's your era. That's what yeah. you like. Yeah. I respect that. So did that. you? I love that you're so. As you were talking about, just mm-hmm. being so well balanced. You're not just an artist. You're doing so many other things. You stu- You can tell you study music. Mm-hmm. Did you always have this connection to music growing up and everything? I mean, as a kid. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You well, as, as far as as like diverse music mm-hmm. because my mother's Panamanian. My father passed away when I was three. So, oh, sorry to hear that. Um, thank you. But, um, wow. Yes. Yeah. My mom will always, yeah, mom. Saturday morning, waking me up, time Plank, to clean what up. What she used to play? Like records that you, uh, you remember as a kid? James Brown. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Jackson 5, Michael Jackson. That's hey. why I Then goes so... to Celine Dion and all up. Yeah. A bunch yes. of yeah, your okay. mom. She, she did it. Then DMX. Like my first... <laughs> 
my first uh-huh. album that my mom mm-hmm. actually bought me was was in nineteen ninety eight. What was, was the name of the album? I can tell you. It, what was, year it was no, no. It was it was definitely nineteen ninety eight. Okay. It was uh, flesh, flesh of my, my flesh, blood, blood of my blood. blood. Ah! And Jay Z, remember they both came out Hard Knock Life. Both. Hard Knock Life Volume they came, Two. They came out now. At the same tell time, me, is that Christmas. one of your favorite Jigga albums? Because yes. this one, yes. No, oh, I don't, he don't. I know listen, the sleeve when everybody you keep, it up, and yes. all, and you saw X in there. You were like, well, and then they, and, and everybody yeah, keep. Cool. I awesome. get it. Reasonable doubt. I get it. Everybody always talk about Reasonable Doubt, the Black album. But bro, Volume Two is just something special about that album. Mm. He used the any sample from the mm-hmm. movie. They got it clear. That's the best part about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> And how they got it cleared. <laughs> I get too excited about this music shit. Yeah. All right, well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, bro. Let the people know how they can follow you. Let them know when your music coming out. Let them know they can go check out Amber now. Whatever you got coming up, bro, let them know. Uh, Amber's out on all uh, platforms. Uh, Absolutely. Kenneth Muse, K-E-N-I-F-M-U-S-E. It's mm-hmm. on everything. Twitter, Instagram, everything. And we working on the next project. Wrong one is out right now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, stream that. Mm-hmm. We, we might we might do a full music video for it. We'll see. You invite me and Renee? Yeah. Y'all wanna come? Y'all wanna pop in? Don't be capping, bro. I don't cap. Mm-hmm. I don't cap. He don't cap. We keep everything in house. So if I say it goes, that's, it goes. Oh, it goes. Uh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Well, hey, we in the video. Mm-hmm. I know I got my cousin Keenan over there. He uh, might want to yeah. slide. Pull next, up. Next video. If even if it's not wrong one, we'll we'll, fi- we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Right. Heard that, Renee? I, I remember, so you I'm made it. it you made it in your notes and get your. I know you gotta get your makeup artist and hair. <laughs> I know how y'all women do, so I respect that. <laughs> I respect it. I know how I'm y'all do. I'm my own makeup and hair artist. Thank okay. you. Okay. Oh, shit. You well, hey. Hair flip, all that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Listen, we'll be back on the other side. Let's do a hip-hop podcast. I just want to thank God. Yeah. 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 For all the pretty women he let into my life. All the big women he let me count. Wealth and health. For my family. And let me fall when these niggas Man, it's a lot of bad bitches in the building. Amen. A couple real niggas in the building. Amen. I'm finna kill niggas in the building. Amen. I tell her way to fit the bottles and she tell me say when and I say church. We making light up like a church. She wanna fuck and I say church. You live on Sunday like a church. Fuck me good, but she no stay Murder on that pussy, let up work and get that DOA Get it? And all I get is Frito-Lay Plus I'm on probation when they test me, I just pee rosé Last night, I went hard, pizza rock, Patron and all Third racks on Madam Bottles, I think I was born to pop Looking like a million plus, fresh from out that corner star Hey, that I be doing me, you guys should be doing y'all I'm stacking money to the ceiling All this I that's in my role Sunday like a 
Bought my niggas some cane, so much it came with a plane. Bought my niggas some dope, so much it came with a boat. I just bought me a crib, so big it came with a moat. For niggas jumping the fence, I hope you niggas can float. And I just hope that I'm forgiven for caring about how they living and loaning a little money and keeping them out of prison. I ain't lying in my verses, I'm just telling you the basics of growing up with your friends and becoming the one that made it. Yes, Lord, all gold, man. I got these bitches sold, talking about these other. Rappers getting old is even getting old Worry about your followers You need to get your dollars up Me and me, young niggas popping like our collars up And good ain't good enough And your hood ain't hood enough Spend my whole life putting on You spend your whole life putting up Ain't no telling when I go So there ain't shit that I'ma wait for I'm the type to say a prayer And then go get what I just pray for a lot of bad bitches in the building Amen A couple real niggas in the building I'm finna kill niggas in the building. Amen. I tell her where to fit the bottles, and she tell me say when, and I say church. We making light up like a church. She wanna fuck, and I say church. You live on Sunday like a church. Oh, Lord, forgive me for my sins. I'm just tryna win. She a devil in that dress, but if she not got let her in, and if she not got let her in, I had her up by twelve. Good, I'm tryna hold on. I wish I could, you think I should? She got that million dollar body. Showed him my Bugatti, and she said she got a man. We keep a secret, Illuminati. It's where I call in my bottle. She was on that reposado. Then I take her out to Rado, and this bitch, I'm spinning like I hit the lotto. Cause it's a lotto. Bad bitches in the building. A couple real niggas in the building. I'm finna kill niggas in the building. Amen. I tell her where to fit the bottles, and she tell me say when, and I say church. We making light up like a church. She wanna fuck, and I say church. You live on Sunday like a church. Alright, we back. It's Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. That's my boy Meek Millie, a man featuring Drake. Man, I love that song, man. That's one of my favorite Meek Mill songs. Now, Tony B is not in the building. I don't know where she at. I text her. I'm waiting. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, this is how it is, man. This is the stuff that can frustrate anybody that's in the media business. But you got to keep pushing. You can't let your guests jeopardize your brand. What you doing, you just got to keep pushing. And that's it, man. You know, that's what it is. Right, Renee? You know how it go. Always got to keep the show rolling one way or another. Mm, Roll you know, with the punches. That's it. Yes. Fuck it. But I want to give a big shout out to Kenneth, man. I, that dude really know music. Like, he really, like, is <laughs> he on. That boy, I'm telling you, that's one of those artists that you got to really keep your eye on. Seriously. And you know what? A lot of times when you talk to people that are up and coming, and this is for any career, mm-hmm. you just you can get an idea from just how they speak. Yes. Just how focused they are, mm-hmm. what their priorities are, right. you know, if they're in it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And with him, you can tell it's genuine. You know, yeah, he, he you loves what he's doing. He's passionate okay. about it. He's studying. He's he's constantly 
grinding to develop his craft and for for the way he stepped in here mm-hmm. and just sat down and just laid it all out there like yeah. i'm doing all these different things you know i'm he's producing he's a music you know he's just he's doing everything and yeah. so that's someone that that's special right there yeah like i said you you think of pharrell you think of kanye west timberland like these is the guys you think of but like a lot of these guys wasn't really successful as artists and he's able to be successful as a producer and an artist mm-hmm. and still help other artists like young primo reese bangham shout out to them but yeah, um, you know, like I said, man, I, I just I just love artists that's like that. Like that's my, you know, that's my favorite type of artist. An artist that can come on, let you know what it is, know what kind of song, like really put you in tune with their life. Even him breaking down this girl. I didn't know that was this girl on the album cover. <laughs> she she nice. Must say, she's she seems nice. Very pretty. <laughs> Shout out to Kenneth's girl. She's nice now. <laughs> One thing I don't do is hate on somebody's girl. If you're ugly, you're ugly. If you look good, you look good now. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Let me you get the politically wild. correct. <laughs> so, Renee, what's what's going on with sports? I'm super excited about my 49ers. We're playing Green Bay on Sunday. Let's get it in. Let's what we do. I'm trying to go to the bowl. You know what I mean? First of all, <laughs> we I should just walk out this room because you claim you're a 49ers fan. Yeah. I just don't understand how are how are we there are well I don't have much hate for the 49ers it could be worse you could have said like the Cowboys or something so I'm gonna give you a little pass but I just I didn't feel all this fandom for the 49ers until like two days ago who me or just period you no I'm questioning you right now oh you questioning my my 49ers (laughs) (laughs) is she questioning I am (laughs) Listen. But no, nah, I'm just playing. Look, everyone's <laughs> not as out and open mm-hmm. with who their team is like I am right. with my Eagles and with my team LeBron. Right. I get it. Yeah. You know, I'm, you were humble about it. But look, y'all really have a, a shot here. And a lot of people have the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. I'm actually surprised. I mean, I really thought it was going to be the Seahawks, though. I honestly thought that. Yeah. I think Green Bay is an easier team than the Seahawks, honestly. What you the, think? The thing is, um, mm-hmm. with Aaron Rodgers, you just can never – overlook him no the he can't. he's, and he's I think unbelievable something that a, a conversation i keep having with people is that when you get into these big moments it comes down to to players making big plays and stepping up and jimmy garoppolo versus aaron Rodgers, that quarterback matchup you know you just kind of expect jimmy right. to make some mistakes and we've seen him make mistakes in big moments so i think the other thing is the seahawks and 49ers already played each other twice and each game they played was insane mm-hmm. right. so I'm, I'm okay with i'm okay with it I'm just a little bummed at the fact right. that it's not the Chiefs versus the Ravens on the other side because that's what I was expecting—a shootout. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. I just can't believe it. Just it just didn't feel real. I was—I like, mean, I was on what Twitter like, what? everybody was like, "What happens to Lamar? What happens to Lamar? What happens to Lamar?" Jack? I'm gonna be honest L. with Jack, you. L. Jack. With the with yeah. the 49ers, Packers, Seahawks. I, I really wasn't like I wanted Russell Wilson and the Seahawks to come out because I wanted to have an All Black quarterback Super Bowl. So I was thinking we could have Russell Wilson and the and Ravens the, and the Ravens and Lamar, or, and, yeah, or Lamar. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you know, whatever. Either way. So either way, I was I was excited for that. So I wasn't even worried about who was coming out of, of you know between the Packers. For I was just thinking and excited to see Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's it's the AFC Championship. Like exactly. I'm, this is it, and here we have the Titans. Mm, but you know mm, they mm. have been a, a Cinderella team honestly right. they've been catching a lot of people off guard and I was talking to an ESPN reporter that works with the Titans and he was like they just have everything coming together right now mm-hmm. you can hear it in the locker room you can right. see it it's just like 
a, a good group. Yeah. And they figured some things out at the right time, and that's what the playoffs are all so about. So what do you think about Odell Beckham? He has a warrant out for his arrest. I was about to get into that. Oh, you was? I, I want your to. opinion on that. Ooh. Please get into it. Because you, you, I need to hear what you got to say about that one. That's, a, that's, so, that's something. So, first of all, we've heard, we've heard <laughs> Julian Edelman of the Patriots mm-hmm. also got, was in the news because he was drunk and jumped on a car. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. That, that was weird. That after the Patriots lost. Then we hear OBJ, when LSU wins the college football national championship, they, they want to act like he, we all know he wasn't, like, we all don't know he was drunk. We know he was drunk. So just say he was drunk or whatever he Odell was Odell Beckham? Yes. Right. Just say it. We know it. We ain't, we're not dumb. Okay. Okay, his team's winning. Right. He's hype. He's grabbing his the brother. megaphone of the band and his speaking brother. to that. Yeah. Right, exactly. He's in the locker room. He's slapping the security guards, but he was all over but he has every right to be. And what I what I struggle with is I have not seen a single thing about Julian Edelman jumping on the car or whatever other foolishness. I haven't seen a video. I mean, I could look for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But every if you just type in OBJ or you just type in LSU, whatever, you're you're gonna find stuff on Odell Beckham Jr. It's See all that? over the place. And the fact he has a warrant, like <sighs> what I struggle with, and I hate to say this as a woman. Okay. Let me let me let me just lay it all out here. Yeah, please. So you know we we always constantly want to make sure we're keeping people in line. There's no there's no power trip. You know this the Me Too era. So you can't use power to get over on saying that as an excuse for why you did something that was inappropriate. Right. But when I look at Odell Beckham Jr.'s Jr.'s actions with the megaphone in the locker room, even all around the field. I mean, he was, he was dapping up Carl Malone and like backing him down. And all he was, you could just see, he was just so excited. He's a wild one. He's a wild one. So I hate to use the fact that like, he's Odell Beckham Jr. Like let him be, let him be happy. You know, he slapped the security guards, but he's in the locker room. Like, I don't know. And what about, they said something about he was giving money out to He was giving money out to the players. And that's against the Well, no, he was saying you guys are done college now. So here's the money because that's technically legal if they're not NCAA athletes anymore. So he's like, if you're not playing anymore, I can give you. That's the reason why he did it. Yes. It was kind of like a play on the NCAA. But honestly, when I look at it, the whole, the whole idea of the fact that like, had that been a woman's butt he slapped, but then mm-hmm. I'm like, it's also a man in the locker room. <laughs> so I don't know. I get torn between that whole right. it's OBJ, let him be, let him be OBJ versus Yeah. I just don't think it's whatever they called it, battery. Whatever <laughs> dumb charge. Yeah, like, they threw I don't on it. know they what the fuck. I, well, how was that a battery? You slap a butt, that's a battery? Get the fuck out of here. Cause they said this they then they said something about the baby shit was a battery like everything oh, is a battery now like the... i need some door cells everything's There's a battery be something in the I'm middle i'm like motherfucker no like, when i think asshole. of battery i think of full-on beating somebody up to a pulp to a pulp not right you slap someone on the like butt. what they did to the promoter what the baby did to the promoter that's a battery now that's a hard fucking battery so that's an energizer bunny type someone's shit. butt assault and or a battery right like what do you even call i call that just drunken being crazy and tapping the butt <laughs> the fuck <laughs> yeah I, I don't know it's These just fucking to me it's laws just, it's need like, to be changed now? they need to what impeach now? trump and put somebody else in there they need a lot of these laws in uh, the land is fucking that's why prison reform come on meet help us because this shit they got going on with us is some bullshit 
It is. It is. It's and I don't even like to say, I don't even like to bring up racism and get into all that, but it's just pretty Listen. ridiculous that we constantly have to see the dumbest things. Like, we're really having this conversation right now. This is really something that's being brought up. There is an actual search warrant out or warrant out for his arrest because he slapped someone's butt in the locker room. Yes, that it's inappropriate. Dumb. Okay, grown man say, please don't do that next time. Done. Right. Like, this, he didn't touch you inappropriate. Okay, technically he did. He didn't. Ah, uh, uh, this ah, shit is dumb. It's just dumb. Yeah. He didn't grope you or something. Like, no, relax. definitely didn't. Well, <laughs> guess what? All I know is on Sunday, I want my 49ers to go to the Super Bowl and be the NFC champions. And that's what I want. And that's what I'm <laughs> going to get. And that's the bottom fucking line. And we're going to Miami and we're going to clean shit up. And then I'm gonna meet them niggas in San Francisco. This is this is bottom fucking line. This is our year because we got jerked. We got jerked with that fucking Richard Sherman tap. Okay. We should have won a Super Bowl when Kaepernick was the fucking quarterback. Kaepernick probably would have still been a 49. He probably took a knee and they would have you know what? You won us a chip, so fuck it. Yeah, take another fucking knee. So I'm fucking tired of this shit. And fucking Jed York, use an asshole because you should have kept Harbaugh. You should have kept Kaepernick. And we probably would have been got a fucking fucking ring. Way before the Eagles. Fucking ring. Hit that applause because your passion finally showed. Way before the Eagles. Hold up. (laughs) Yes. Way before the Eagles. I didn't fucking stutter. Because that shit was some bullshit. That dumbass fucking Sherman. Sherman tapped the ball and that shit landed in his fucking. He was so fucking lucky. That was the luckiest fucking interception of all time. I swear it was. It ain't ain't luck. It's called preparation. So when you in that moment, you're ready. I can. I will never forget that play ever in life. I will never forget that play ever. That was. We was this close. This fucking close. And then the fucking lights went out. Go figure. Soon as the lights go out, we turn into fucking high school team. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This shit is some set of bullshit, yo. I'm like, yo. I remember that. That was wild. But yeah, man. I had my nightmares with my team. I I just. I done ate peanut butter and jelly. I done drunk milk with these motherfuckers. I done did it all. But I still love my squid eye. What? I still love a squad. I'm so I'm a little mad that you had to go in your rants about your team, mm-hmm. throw my team into it. We got our Super Bowl. You can't. We don't know that. Don't go. Don't go. Don't well, one thing because. I do know is y'all should have kept Nick Foles. That was the dumbest, oh, oh, dumbest of the oh, dumbest. Oh. Because once Carson Wentz would have got hurt, go ahead, Nick, save the team, baby. One do what you I do, do best. Also, know is we just cleaned house with our, with our coaches. So did y'all clean house with y'all medical staff? Because y'all medical That's staff next. was stuck. It better happen. It next. better because that y'all, shit. Excuse don't. me when I say this. All Philly Eagles, anybody that's involved, yeah, and tell the Sixers need to throw that. She's the best. Damn, she one of the best in my opinion. She, I look. I told Renee behind closed door. I said Renee is going to be the next carry champion. She is. She has it. You have the it factor. Thanks, bro. You have the it, the it, <laughs> the motherfucking it, it. And not the Thank damn you. movie It with the clown, oh. but the other it, it. It's Thank it. Thank you. Appreciate it's that because it. it scares me. But look, yeah. all Philly sports, the Philly sports curse is real. But here's it why is. the Philly sports curse is real. Because, because Ben Simmons can't shoot. Over and over again. When you make a change, mm-hmm. you have a crap medical staff. The fact, look, you can't prevent certain injuries. I'll right. give you that. Certain contact injuries, okay. But you right. can 
minimize them by being proactive, strengthening your players so that mm-hmm. they don't have these stupid injuries like we saw with JJ and who else where you just the Sean Jackson. these non-contact injuries that have out Jackson. for the rest of the season. Exactly. Out for the rest He's of the so season. Frail. How does that happen? Like, but you know hell? what? The same thing happens across the don't Broad work out enough. That's his problem. With the Sixers. It's not just an Eagles problem. The Sixers have it. Look, I don't follow the Flyers. I don't follow the Flyers enough yeah, I don't follow to know. Them but I know two teams in Philly that have the dumbest dumb things happen. The Sixers playing tonight. Shout out to my dad who's a diehard fan and I don't know why he still is a fan. Come over to Team LeBron, any Sixers fans. Um, <clears throat> but they get Yo. they got a technical for having six players on the court. Like, they have guys on the floor you don't even know. It's the same thing with the Eagles. They had the fourth, the fourth string out there for the, their offensive line that all the way crazy, through. That's crazy, man. I feel sorry for and these did teams. You hear, did you hear McCown was playing in the second half? Josh McCown, the backup quarterback, was playing the whole second half of the Eagles game with a torn hamstring. Come on. Uh, like, Damn, what is this? That's sad. That's too many hurt shit. They, too many. They better get in that fucking draft and get some players. I'm telling you. It's a you, joke. You, they better you sign get in that a 40-year-old quarterback and no knock on him. He did what he could do. He was coaching high school football. He was retired. He was just coaching And they his pulled him. You pull him onto that. The, sign they could have got then. anybody. Sign me Y'all up. Y'all could have got Vic. You could have got me. Could have got Vic. <laughs> you could say, hey, you could have got Renee. I'm at least Renee. more active. I mean, I don't know about my knees ain't that great from playing soccer, but look, I could do a little. You an athlete though. I'm at least an athlete. I'm still three time All American soccer player. Come on now. Four years old and shit. Dad. Let them know what your credentials are, Renee. Let them know. Let, let Man, the podcast. Let the podcast community know. Let let Dual Fan Pop Podcast audience know <laughs> how you get down in them sports. Them sports. Hey. Help on defense, too. Both Shit. of us. Sign us up. And they had me looking like a midget in the control room, her and Kenneth. <laughs> Look, we had guys, to put their asses five, on the fucking mixing board. I'm 5'10 and three quarters, so I, I'm 5'11 without Shit, heels. With, them, with that? Without you, heels. So them heels bring you to what, 5'11"? No, I'm already 5'11". So, so with plus them, heels puts me like 6'3". Oh, shit. 6'4". I'm definitely these midget mode. And I got these flat-ass sneakers on, these flat-ass cons. <laughs> Man, look, I had a beautiful <laughs> three-year anniversary. Now, oh, before I go, I want to get on some of these people that be fucking bullshit. Okay, let me just have my little rant before mm. we go. What now, some about? people... Yeah, what I'm mad about. Some <laughs> people... Don't fucking get it. Okay, let me get to the bartenders of Philly. Some of y'all bartenders in Philly act like y'all didn't tell me that y'all was going to bring the drinks. Y'all had y'all little gummy bears and shit, your little fucking ice and drinks and shit, and now here we are fucking sipping on nothing, sipping on fucking air because y'all want a last-minute cancel and shit. Yo, these people... No, get this shit. Get this shit. These people are crazy. Also, I want people to realize, if you've never been on a podcast... Pay attention to detail. If it says the 21st, that means that's when it comes out. That doesn't mean that's when you fucking come. You come prior to the release, meaning you record the podcast, and then it comes out. Just like when you went to go see your motherfucking bad boys, Martin and Will, they've been filming that shit for years, and now it's out. Same thing with a podcast. It's pre-recorded, pre fucking recorded do you understand what that fucking means that means it's pre pre like preschool before you go to fucking school that's what the shit means okay i'm glad i had to explain that shit to y'all now make sure you check out door for hip-hop podcast google play itunes spotify all on streaming platforms it's your boy dj buzzy three-year anniversary i'm out keep it hip-hop peace